0: worship as uh, we open up this service with music. <clears throat> do yeah.
1: Let's spend us a couple minutes in prayer. I couldn't help but, but think as we're singing that song, if we could kind of in our imagination put yourself in the place of those believers from centuries ago who did, had not yet realized the hope that we now know. To think of being in that place and, and longing for what had been foretold but had not yet come. See, we have the privilege of now looking back and knowing what was done. But for them, they had a longing for what had been foretold but had not yet come. And I just couldn't help but sort of feel the spirit of those believers as we cry out, Come, Lord Jesus, come. See, I think sometimes when we say that, it's just, Well, come and and tickle our feelings. Come and make us feel good. Come make our life better. And and we should ask for those things. But it was so much more than that. Come, Lord Jesus, and bring your kingdom to this earth. So, Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you. We thank you that you came. And we thank you for everything that was accomplished when you came to this earth help us remember you tonight help us keep you Jesus the center of our focus and even as your work on the cross has now been finished and we look back we still long for you to come again we long for that day when all the troubles of this earth will finally be dealt with and in the fullness of time, that your kingdom would fully come. But while we wait, we also say, Come Holy Spirit. Would you, through the power of your Holy Spirit, bring that future reality into our present moment? Would you show us what your kingdom looks like? Would you let us experience that reality? We ask you tonight, In Jesus' name, amen. All right, why don't you go ahead and have a seat for a minute. Thank you, worship team. Let me get the slides caught up here. All right how is everybody tonight thanks for thanks for coming out. you know this was a an experiment last year we did a Good Friday gathering and we decided to do a Monday Thursday this year instead. Uh, who knows what we'll do next year, but I appreciate you coming out and celebrating with us um, it's as often referred to as Holy Week, and uh, you know it's more than uh, just the Easter Bunny. It's more than just what happens on Sunday. There's a whole series of events, and we're going to look just at a small part tonight, in commemoration of what today represents as Holy Thursday. I'm ready, but I'm not sure if my slides are. Yeah, why don't you? Because they don't seem to be coming up for me. So, oh, now that you sat down, they suddenly obeyed. They must have been scared of her. <laughs> so I want to read you just a portion of Scripture, um, make just a few comments, and then what I'd like to do, rather than a longer message, uh, and as you know, a lot of times we take... a uh, 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 I guess you'd say a regular Holy Spirit night and include some type of teaching, training, because we want to help you move to uh, a 24-7 kingdom lifestyle. Um, But I wanted to focus tonight more on on reflection of the week and things that we're celebrating. And so I'm going to share just a little bit here, um, and then we're going to take communion together. And uh, I've got that prepared, and I'll give instructions here in a little bit, but I just wanted to give you an idea where we're going, and then the team will come back up, and uh, we'll have some more worship time, and then we'll end with some prayer ministry, uh, sort of following in a pattern that we usually do, just kind of depending on what the Holy Spirit wants to do, and how he guides us. Do I need to, okay, I just never know. (laughs) So, let's read. This is in John 13. I'll have these up on the screen for you. I have to turn and look and make sure they're there. Just before, oh, sorry. I was about to start in the wrong spot. Jesus knew that the Father had put him, hold on, I think these are out of order. Let's go to the book. John 13. Yeah, here we go. I got it, dear. Then he said, Do you understand what I have done to you? You address me as teacher, master, and rightly so. That is what I am. This is Jesus talking to his disciples. So if I, the master and teacher, washed your feet, you must now wash each other's feet. I've laid down a pattern for you. What I've done, you do. I'm only pointing out the obvious. A servant is not ranked above his master. An employee doesn't give orders to the employer. If you understand what I'm telling you, act like it and live a blessed life. So this is just a little excerpt from John 13. I did this out of the message version for this particular one. I just liked the way that it, that it read. And I'd encourage you to go back, especially this week, and, and read the full account. But as I was thinking about this, uh, this little excerpt that we just read comes, as Jesus explained, after he's just washed the disciples' feet. And, and he sort of, you know, as many of the things that Jesus did, he did something practical and earthly to try to convey a heavenly meaning. It's the same thing he does when he uses the, the, what we call the parables. He would tell a story with an earthly meaning to try to illustrate a kingdom principle. And this is what he, he's saying to them after he does this you know, kind of unexpected thing during uh, what we would now know as the Last Supper, gets up and 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 washes their feet. And, it, you know, if you read the rest of the passage, there's a little resistance there. You know, who, who am I to have you wash my feet? And, and we're not going to go into all of that tonight. But he's doing this for a purpose. There are things that he's trying to illustrate because... The kingdom reality is more than just understanding and knowledge. So in other words, a lot of times he uses these ways of trying to convey a message because there might not be real good language to just say, hey guys, this is how it is, and they might not get it. So he would use illustrations and practices. And in this part that I want to focus on tonight, just to, to give us a thought to frame Uh, our celebration tonight and moving into the rest of the weekend when he says there if I the master and teacher he acknowledges they've rightly called him that that is his position I have washed your feet you must now wash each other's feet I've laid down a pattern for you see I often like to say Jesus is like a, a, a prototype for the way that our lives can be lived now, th- this can get a little dicey for some people because if you if you uh, don't fully hear the, the heart and the intent behind what I'm saying, you can think that I'm, I'm sort of knocking Jesus' divinity. I'm not. I believe he was fully God, endowed with everything that comes with that, but I also believe he was fully man, and he lived his time here on the earth as a man led by the Holy Spirit. I think he intentionally... Uh, set aside at least a portion of his divinity because he needed to show us what was possible, what a kingdom life led by the Holy Spirit could look like. And so he's doing these things, I think, all throughout the the scriptures where uh, it's recorded his life here on the earth because he wanted us to know what was possible. And And he illustrates that here again. If I have done this, then you should do this for each other because I've laid down a pattern for you. You see, one of the thoughts that I I want to center our focus on this weekend is that Jesus is the pattern. And we could explore that in a lot of different ways, but Jesus is the pattern. It's really easy to, to look at the things that Jesus did when he was here on the earth and say, yeah, I love that, that's great, but that was Jesus. Well, he would tell us that he did those things to show us that they were possible. And so if Jesus is the pattern that we need to follow. And within that pattern, as we look at the things that Jesus did that often were misunderstood, the things that he tried to convey to his disciples, there are two things that I wanted to sort of draw on, Tonight is that Jesus was motivated by love. And uh, I'll just go ahead and tell you, the next one is Jesus chose humility. And the emphasis there is that he chose it. Jesus was motivated by love. So Jesus tells us that his purpose was to do the will of his father. Again, there's that pattern, right? That's what Jesus does. That's what we should do. But it's not just out of obedience and through gritted teeth. He's motivated by love because he understands that the Father has our best interest in mind. And when the Father's will is done and fully expressed, the results for us will be the best possible thing. Now, best, not necessarily easiest, but the best possible result that we could have in this life is done when the Father's will is expressed. And then the other thing that I wanted to focus on as we think about this idea again, Jesus, who I believe by this point fully understands what his assignment is, knows the end that is coming, and it's sort of like this is his last chance to try to convey these principles to his disciples so that they... And subsequently us, centuries later, can continue what he started. You've heard us talk about that before. Part of our mission is to continue the ministry of Jesus. What he started and kicked off in his life and ministry, we're called to continue as descendants of the disciples. But he chose to illustrate this principle that we're looking at tonight by washing his disciples' feet. Now, maybe some of us are more grossed out by feet than others, but regardless of how you feel about that, it is a humbling thing to do that. It's a humbling thing, and Jesus chose that path to try to convey the kingdom principle. And if we're to follow the pattern of Jesus, we need to regularly choose humility the last thought that I had about this was if we think about the fact of the authority, if we were to skip forward to Matthew 28 where Jesus talks about all authority in heaven and earth has been given to me, like he really is like no no, no person has an authority higher than him. He, he ascended to that level because the father gave him that position the father elevated him lifted him up raised him up and we can think in our western mindset you know well as you sort of rise through the ranks as you climb the the corporate ladder if you want to use that illustration um you know then it's like you start to have oh i have people for that you know and so you wouldn't expect the ceo of a fortune 500 company uh, to be found down in the basement scrubbing the toilets right and and there's reasons for that i'm i'm but i'm saying this is the this is the mindset of the world the higher you are then like you get you get people for that and you don't have to sort of lower yourself and jesus being at the highest position chose intentionally to go to the lowest place not to, to get up on a pedestal and say, I'm the standard, come up here, but to actually choose to go low and say, to really be uh, a king, you need to be a servant. You need to intentionally uh, – now, it's not lowering your self-worth. Don't don't hear me say that, but, but he chose to do things to show humility, to show uh, – preferring other people over himself. And that's a pattern worth following. We're going to explore the rest of this story leading from here to the cross on Sunday. So I'm going to just kind of leave that there. But I want us to remember that Jesus is the pattern that we need to follow. Now, give me just a second to switch over to... Communion and I thought this was a great way to commemorate. One of the things that happened on this night was that Jesus shared the Last Supper with his disciples. and uh, let me just make mention if you uh, we are streaming tonight so if you joined us online and you want to grab something from around the house to partake in communion, we'd love for you to participate with us. Um, we're going to participate now in that ancient tradition of the Lord's Supper or, or communion. And if you're here in person, um, we're going to do it a little different than we've done in the past. Um, I've actually got a tray of elements prepared here. And after I uh, share just a little bit and uh, bless the elements and everything, um, we're going to actually have you come up and I'm going to serve you and then go back to your seats and we'll partake together. Um, I just felt like I wanted to kind of facilitate it a little bit different uh, in acknowledgement of, of what today represents. So uh, I always feel compelled to say, just in case um, anyone may not know, but we do practice an open table here at Vineyard, which simply means anyone who's a follower of Jesus is invited to Take communion. We're not going to check your baptism status or your membership card or anything like that. We welcome all believers to take that step. So communion in this act is a representation of a mutual self-giving between God and his children. To commune with someone is to exchange thoughts And words and feelings in a profound, intense, and intimate way. And this is a picture of God's desire towards us. And so as we take communion tonight, it's not uh, just what we're doing, but God is actually present in that. Because as we symbolically take the bread and the juice and remember his sacrifice and actually take that into our physical body... It's also an invitation to commune with the living God. As we remember the death and sacrifice of Jesus, which made possible this open relationship that we now have with Jesus, where there's no need of a a mediator or a middleman, this should also, while it reminds us of the sacrifice of the past, remind us that in the present and more fully in the future, we have that intimate communion with the creator of the universe. Let's go ahead and stand, if you would. And I'm just going to turn some light music on. And what I'll have you do here in just a moment is uh, we'll just start with the closest, and you'll exit um, on your left and come up this way, row by row. I'll serve you the elements, and then just circle back to your seat um, and hold the elements, and we'll take them Altogether, together. Make sense? So let me flip and read a scripture for you real quick. He sat down, all the apostles with him, and said, You have no idea how much I've looked forward to eating this Passover meal with you before I enter my time of suffering. It's the last one I'll eat until we all eat it together in the kingdom of God. Taking the cup, he blessed it. He said, Take this and pass it among you. As for me, I'll not drink this wine again until the kingdom of God arrives. Then taking the bread, he blessed it, broke it, and gave it to them, saying, This is my body given for you. Eat it in my memory. Father, in Jesus' name, we just invite you into this moment. As we do this symbolic act, would you be present among us? Would you fill us again with your spirit? Would you keep us mindful of your sacrifice and show us everything that your finished work at the cross has accomplished and means to us as we wait for you to come again? In Jesus' name, amen. Why don't you go ahead and start over here with the Benegas family and is in the bottom. They're all gluten-free. Let's take this bread together in Jesus' name. Jesus, thank you. Thank you for your sacrifice. Thank you for the intimate communing relationship that we have with you. Thank you that we never have to be further than an arm's length away from you. That we are actually invited to live daily the whisper of your name. Jesus, would you help us live more fully in that reality? Would you help show us what it can look like? May we experience more of you, Jesus, in this season that we celebrate, but in all the days that follow. take a moment uh, if you want to just reflect i'm gonna have the worship team go ahead and start making their way back up Um, and then there's trash cans in the back Uh, if you want to go ahead and get rid of your cups oh i take that back my lovely wife has a better plan spend some more time worshiping through song i'll come up and uh, we'll ask the holy spirit once he wants to do in regards to prayer and ministry but uh, i don't think we have to wait for that time so expect him to begin to encounter you even now
0: King of Kings You are me free. Hallelujah. Death has lost its grip on me. You have broken every chain. There's salvation in your name. Jesus Christ, my name. called me on.
1: Jesus, we need you. I only know the circumstances of my own life, but I feel like I could probably speak for all of you. There's probably some corner of life that needs more Jesus. So we just invite you, Jesus, to come. Have your way. Bring your kingdom. Come, Holy Spirit. the way i want to try to facilitate prayer is i'm just going to kind of share a couple of things and i'm going to and if you want prayer for one of the things that i mentioned or something i don't mention uh, i'm basically just going to turn you loose on each other but i'm going to try to help get it started okay <clears throat> so one of the impressions that i had uh I don't know, maybe this, I, may, I don't know. remember if I've used this language before, but when we think of ministry and prayer, one of the things that we can do is actually just minister the presence of Jesus to someone. So it's a little bit different than, you know, you've got a headache and I'm going to pray for healing, or you've got a circumstance and I'm going to ask for a change or a miracle. Uh, sometimes we just... We just need more Jesus. I don't know how else to say it. And and his manifest presence. And especially as we were singing that song, Arms of Love, I feel like maybe for a couple of you, uh, there is a connection there. Uh, whether it's because of life circumstances or if it's because it just has felt dry and it's been hard. um I felt like there were maybe a couple of you that would just like to feel that manifest presence in a, like in a fresh way. So I'm going to start there. And if you want to identify with that, what I'm going to ask you to do is just stand up right where you and stay there. And we're all going to look around and a couple people will come pray for you. It doesn't have to be me. You're all the ministry team tonight. Okay? So uh, if you want to go ahead and stand, you can do that. And if you see somebody standing and and you want, then go over to them. I want to get at least two people praying for each person that stands. So if you look around and you see somebody standing, go lay a hand on them. And you can just go ahead and start praying. And if maybe one more person wants to join over there, Then, one of the other things, you know, and I always have to tell myself, just share it. It doesn't matter. Because, you know, you you hear, you think you're hearing the voice of God, and you're like, well, that can't be God. That, that, that don't make sense to me. Uh, It's fine. It might not, because it might not be for me. But, uh, I felt like another area that Jesus was highlighting is uh, a little different than that, that you've been sort of in this Christianity thing for a long time, and it's easier for it to just feel rote and religious. And you're not turned off to it, but you find yourself thinking sometimes, am I just going through the motions? And so that's an area where you'd like to invite Jesus to come and just be more real. Uh, So I know that that's kind of a strange way to describe it, but I'm going to share that. And I want to share just a couple more and then uh, open it up uh, for anybody that wants prayer. Um, Let me pause and do this real quick, too, Um, because I didn't want this to be... uh, Like I'm not the channel that everything has to work through. So if somebody else has a sense or a word or anything, just walk up here and I'm going to hold the mic up to you and you're going to share that. And then maybe that will direct us because like I've told you before, I think sometimes God's presence is like the rain. It it like falls all over. So if I don't hear it, you might hear it. So we want to participate with that as well. So if you want to do that, come right on up. Uh, And then at this point, I'm also just going to say, if you just want prayer for whatever, just stand up, and we'll get a couple people praying for you. Um, And I'm going to go ahead and uh, sign off the online people here in a minute because we won't necessarily be engaging uh, online as much here in a minute. All right. One more chance if anybody wants to, to come up and share. Doesn't have to be anything super special. All right. And that's okay too. Let me pray. Jesus, we love you. And we thank you, even in these moments that are quiet and still. We can experience your presence. We thank you, Jesus, for your presence. I just ask for all of us right now, Jesus, would you just increase your presence in the room? Would you just help us be more aware? of you would you take us places that we've not dared go before Jesus All right, why doesn't everybody stand up if you would? And I want you to just look around. I'm going to do this and then just kind of turn you loose and go sign off online. Find one person and just go ask, because here's the deal, right? Like, it's okay if we don't respond to a particular ministry call, but we can all use something. So I want you to just see whoever you notice, whoever seems highlighted to you, just go to them. And, and you can pray for each other. It can go both ways. That's fine. But I think in a, in a group this small, everybody should get at least a little bit of prayer. All right? Fair enough? Uh, I'm not going to do any more music or anything. So why don't you guys just come get in on prayer? Um, I'll turn on, uh, Dale, if you can turn this channel on, I'll turn on some. Uh, yeah, I can, I can do it from up here. Uh, here we go. All right, I should be up here in a second. All right, so uh, if you're joining us online, uh, we would love to pray with you as well. You can participate in the comments or you can send us a note. Uh, prayer at vineyardpeoria.org we're going to go ahead and sign off here Um, and if you're here in the room uh, technically you're dismissed but why don't you take at least five minutes and uh, find whoever you're drawn to and either give them an encouraging word or just ask them how you can pray Um, and let's just connect with each other because I think you all will do a great job alright we love you we bless you Uh, We hope to celebrate Resurrection Sunday with you. If you're available, we'll see you then. All right. Amen.